when all dharmas are Buddha Dharma, there are delusion and enlightenment, practice, birth, death, Buddhas and sentient beings. When the myriad dharmas are all without self, there is no delusion, no realization, no Buddhas, no sentient beings, no birth, no death. Since originally the Buddha way goes beyond abundance and scarcity, there are birth and death, delusion and realization, sentient beings and Buddhas. Yet, though it is like this, simply, flowers fall amid our longings and weeds spring up amid our antipathy. Flowers fall. So, let me take up the last two lines. The last two lines that, in a sense, are clarifying what? Are clarifying this fundamental, if we want to say, this true this original nature of who we are, which we can call the universal Dharma, we can call it all sorts of things. This is intrinsically, intrinsically who and what we are. And because it's intrinsically who and what we are, it's always so for us, despite our missing it. So in a sense, the first two lines clarify this point. I see I've been disconnected. So I was dis... Okay, I'm back. So the first two lines clarified this, the two aspects of it, when all dharmas are Buddha dharma and when myriad dharmas are without self. But this is all built on the experiential when it's so for us in that way, if we talk about it like that. But all along, that's why, whether we say originally or whether we say basically, different translations, originally, Buddha way goes beyond. Or some another translation is Buddha way is leaping clear of abundance and lack. Leaping clear of it. Meaning, when it's abundant, it's so. When it's, there's a lack, it's so. Leaping clear. An- another way of saying this in English to help us appreciate it. But helping us appreciate it is to appreciate what and who we always are. What 
and who we always are. So, this is the point. The intrinsic point is from the beginning. This has always been and never been dependent on conditions. And yet, though we say it transcends conditions, it manifests as exactly every condition. It doesn't require practice. Notice, it doesn't say there are birth, death, practice, delusion, and realization. It simply says, since originally you, I, the whole Buddha way, which is the awakened life we all are. Something similar I've talked about in the past. The perfect way or the supreme way knows no difficulty. That's exactly what this is. It goes beyond abundance and scarcity, having and not having. That's who we always are, despite the fact that we forget it, despite the fact that we want to believe otherwise. And that's why it goes the next sentence, though it is like this, more than though it is like this, because it is like this, since it is like that. Flowers fall amid our longing and weeds spring up amid our antipathy. Our antipathy is exactly this intrinsic life we are. Our longing, exactly this. Emptiness is exactly form, which is why we don't need to say more than form is form and emptiness is emptiness. Because from the beginning, form is this intrinsic who we are, this Buddha way that we've always been. It's, you could say the Buddha way is a, is practice, and yet it's not practice other than being this that we always are in every particular form. This is the wholeheartedness of just as we are. Just this moment, who, what, as we are. This is what the whole of our practice is. From the beginning, practice is in realization. That's why we can sit. When we sit one moment, it's one moment being intrinsically the Buddha we always are. Of course, not sitting is also being the Buddha we intrinsically are. And yet, being intrinsically this is not enough if we get into all sorts of difficulties, which is called suffering and harming, which is called attachment and delusion, which is why the last, what should I say, the last line connects this with it. Flowers fall amid our longings, or flowers fall amid our regret, is the way someone else, and hated weeds grow apace.
or another translation to emphasize this. In attachment, blossoms fall. This is just the intrinsic life. Even the attachment is the intrinsic life that we always are, is the intrinsic life of the whole universe, the perfection of the universe. Perfection. That's why we could say the perfect way knows no difficulty. There's no difficulty in being the perfection that you are. Just doesn't cling to likes and dislikes. Doesn't mean that likes and dislikes don't arise. Aversion to weeds just springs up. Just springs up. Just like attachment to flowers, enjoyment to flowers just springs up. No problem with aversion to flowers and attachment to weeds. Just don't get stuck in either way. See? And in a sense, this line of whether we, I'll, I'll use a different version of it, flowers fall when despite we cling to them, and weeds grow despite or when we cling to them. Excuse me, when we... Ah, here's a nice one. Someone says, weeds flourish while we wish them dead. But notice, in a way, this is a a conclusion to the previous. And yet, this is also a segue into the next, because the next lines are the continuation, and the whole of the Genja Koan is a further elaboration of this. So the next line in the Genja Koan is carrying the self forward to confirm myriad things, myriad dharmas is delusion. And this delusion is nothing but the intrinsic Buddha way. The myriad dharmas advancing and confirming self is realization. That's also. And how does Dogen clarify that further? There are people who attain realization upon realization and people who are deluded within delusion. And no need to get stuck on which of those you are or which of those someone else is. It's nothing but this intrinsic awakened life, Buddha way, that you are, which is birth, is completely birth, therefore birth is empty, therefore birth is the whole of the Buddha life. Death is completely death. Therefore, all the long, death is the perfect manifestation of this intrinsic Buddha way that we are. Likewise, delusion, realization, sentient beings and Buddhas. See, likewise. And that's why our practice is being just as this moment as we are. Being just this moment, the four practice principle closes. Because this moment in every and any particular form is this intrinsic Buddha way, this intrinsic universe that is this awakened life. And yet, being this allows us to truly be this.
despite the fact we can't do otherwise. In a sense, let me look at, excuse me, I'll look at another translation that in a way says this very nicely. Um, An analogy used sometimes is speaking of an ocean and waves and water as the first two, all dharmas, Buddha dharma, all dharmas without self, waves and water. And yet, the third, the original truth, the original Buddha way, is always the waves and water together. There are no waves without water. There is no water without waves. This intrinsic awakened life that we are is always who we are. Form is form. Form is empty. Emptiness is exactly emptiness. Emptiness is exactly form. Being a so, when we're longing for the flowers in the midst of their falling, that's perfect. No problem with that. The only problem is staying caught in that, staying entangled in that and acting out in that because, and the problem that is, doesn't make it any less intrinsically perfect except that it creates harming and suffering. See, that's the whole, as I said yesterday, the whole of the teaching of the Buddha, if we simplify it is and I'm not simplifying it Buddha said this is suffering cause of suffering an end to suffering and the way to the end and the way is being exactly this intrinsic awakened life that we are in the condition when we're have antipathy towards the weeds that spring up, fine. Just don't cling to the dislikes or to the likes, especially since, as we know, this ongoing changing is just going to keep, as I use the analogy, rolling along as that stream that is our life. This is the point that Dogen is making when he brings up this whole Genjo Koan. He wants us to be able to, on one hand, appreciate this intrinsic Buddha way that we are. An intrinsic Buddha way means we appreciate it when we, if I say it, when we get what we want, when we don't get what we want, when we get what we don't want, and when we don't get what we don't want. This intrinsic... So, saying flowers fall amid our longing, we could also say flowers bloom amid our desire. But, don't believe that your desire is better or that it makes the flowers bloom. Enjoy the flowers that bloom. Enjoy the flowers that fall. 
and take care of them. The flowers fall, then deadhead the flower afterward, if that's taking care of it. Sweep up the fallen petals. The weeds spring up, oh, weeds, and then, if you wish, pull them out. Or appreciate the weeds in their beauty and then pull them out. Because you want to make sure you have the tomatoes from the tomato plant and if it's covered with weeds you won't get any tomatoes. And maybe you'll get some and maybe a bug will come and eat it up. Or that squirrel that loves to take a bite or two from your tomatoes and then leave them there. So this... This Dogen wants to emphasize here what's very important as ongoing practice so that we don't turn practice into a form of self-centeredness. We don't turn practice into a form of self-improvement, though that happens in the process. And then it seems to disappear in the process. And then it seems to happen. That's why Dogen could say, what do you do when you're doing Zazen? You think, not thinking. What's that? That's non-thinking. It's from the beginning being this who, what the universe that you are manifesting is. Then you sit upright and do your particular practice. From the beginning, you do just this moment. Just this moment of whatever the activity is. Because you are this moment of the activity, universe, yourself, that is manifesting. So you allow yourself to manifest who you've always been. See? What you discover is that you can be at peace in being who you've always been. And you could then improve in whichever way you find is appropriate and skillful according to the circumstances. But that's the point of practice. To life as it is reveals to us the what to take care of. Of course, life as it is, which is of course us, it's not something separate from us, is this intrinsic Buddha way or awakened way or perfect way or supreme way, all these different ways of expressing it in English and each of them has their own what should I say, strengths and, um, not strengths, that's not what I mean. Each of them has different connotations in English, and therefore they bring along things that we might sometimes sneak in. Because just saying Buddha way, or just saying awakened way, is not quite enough for us. Well, awakened means different than when you're sleeping, be the 
sleeping awakened way. Just do awakened way. Drive the car that you're in. Be the life that your body-mind manifests the way it is now. Whether you're 35, 55, 85, whatever condition you are, however it manifests, if we regret so-called pasts or are concerned and fear about so-called future, then we miss the peace of this moment. doesn't mean regrets don't come up. Sure, they come up right now and treat them as things that come. They're weeds that spring up or they're flowers that are falling. Same with regrets. That's why our practice isn't to get rid of self-centered thoughts. It's simply to notice our entangling in them. That's why we say caught. That's why we say holding, to make it clear that the problem is just our actions. And even our actions aren't our actions, because they're often so automatic. So in a way, our practice is to be where we are, so we cease doing the... No, I won't say it that way. I was going to say cease doing the automatic. In a way, it's that, but in a way, cease being done by the automatic so that we can, when the automatic self-centered entanglement in whatever particular form springs up, arises, we can have the opportunity of, in a sense, noticing it. And in that noticing, being the experiencing allows it to pass. Because what springs up passes, except when we entangle and play with it, or fight it. So, since originally the Buddha way goes beyond abundance and scarcity, there are birth, there are death, there are delusion, there are realization, there are sentient beings, there are Buddhas. Therefore, simply, though it is like this, simply flowers fall. If you're a blooming flower, be a flower blooming when you're blooming. When you're falling, be the falling flower. When you're longing for it, long for something. When you have antipathy, so be it. Weeds and flowers aren't different. They're just names we give. The supreme way is not difficult. Just don't hold to picking and choosing. Then, flowers you want to pick, pick them. And then the petals will fall. Weeds you want to get rid of, well, make the effort. But being so-called weeds which is just a name we humans give to what we don't like as opposed to what we like or what we don't want in a particular place, then you just get to have the weeds spring back up. Okay. I think Dogen here is encouraging us 
The point of, of Dogen speaking this way is to let us know that we are always this Buddha way. Saying goes beyond abundance and scarcity is just saying that when every particular condition of our life arises, that's the condition to inhabit. Just do that condition. Just be exactly as you are. Be exactly as you are. Because as you are is the whole universe perfection. And there's all sorts of things called for from you. Being just this moment. What's called from you is the compassionate manifestation of the intimacy that you are. The intimacy of everything you meet, of everyone you meet, and responding to circumstances as best you can. Thank you. I've spoken enough this afternoon. If you wish, those of you who come in can bring this up, and if not, we can bring it up in this evening's time when we'll have a chance to all share together about the session or about anything that we wish in connection to the Dharma talks. Thank you.